There is no doubt that 2020 has been a pretty rubbish year for everyone. But I am going to look on the bright side as I look back at some of the things that have happened to us at Make It British and our community in the last 12 months. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips on making in the UK. So let's get on with today's show. Welcome to episode number 149 of the Make It British podcast. So today is part one of a two-parter because I'm going to cover today a look back on 2020, which certainly has not been a great year for many people. However, I'm going to keep it positive and upbeat for you. And I'm going to look back today on today's episode and then on next week's episode, I'm going to look forward at what I think 2021 holds for UK-made brands and manufacturers and what I think the trends are going forward. So let's start off by looking back at 2020. Now, for me personally, I don't know about you, but the year started full of hope. We were going to put on our biggest trade show yet, Make It British Live at the Business Design Centre. But certainly as the week's at the beginning of the year started to unfold, it became quite clear that we weren't going to be able to hold an in-person event for 5,000 people. In fact, we had to pull the event, cancel it. It was just before the UK or England went into lockdown. So for me personally, that week at the beginning of March was quite possibly the worst week of my entire life, certainly of my entire business career and the time that I've been running Make It British because it was a will we, shouldn't we, should we. Anyway, since then, there's been a lot that has happened that I think is much more positive. So I don't know about you, but there's certainly things that I think we can look at this year that have been a positive and one being virtual events. So we we transitioned our trade show to a virtual event which happened in September and actually we got more people at the virtual event who actually attended for the full two days. We got more international visitors at the virtual event. So it could have been a disaster but actually people are now getting used to doing things online and doing things virtually. So it it all turned out okay in the end in that respect. I don't know about you, how many virtual events you've attended. I'm sure, like us, you've certainly done tons and tons of Zoom calls over the last few months. And there are, in some ways, that has been a good thing for us at Make It British. It's certainly brought together our community of members. We've been holding a weekly member call every Friday afternoon, um, our members gradually more and more of them every week have turned up to that. And it's been really lovely to hear that for some members who've barely left the house since March, it really is the highlight of their week. So we're certainly going to be continuing those into 2021. 
The other thing that was pretty major that happened to me this year and to a lot of people in our community and who manufacture in the UK or who are UK manufacturers was PPE. So who even knew what the acronym PPE, Personal Protective Equipment, even stood for before April 2020? It was, wasn't something that you heard all the time. And now I feel like I haven't stopped hearing PPE. It's still going on, actually. But without going into the all of the ins and outs on it, because I have previously done an, um, an episode about it, and I'm sure there will be more going forward. The situation where the UK and most countries across the world ran out of PPE and then had to find new sources to make the PPE, I got heavily involved in. I was um, on the television quite a lot talking about it, trying to encourage the Cabinet Office and the NHS to source from local manufacturers. And it was amazing how everyone came together and really tried to help to supply all this PPE. Now, a lot of the UK manufacturers did end up making gowns, disposable gowns, reusable gowns, masks. Um, Our members DCR supplied a whole load of machines to factories to make millions of um, disposable masks. So a lot of manufacturers did get involved in making PPE. However, it was not as much as we would have liked to have been made here. And I'm hoping that going forward, there will be more that is sourced from the UK and the government will make it part of their strategy. But thank you to all of the manufacturers who did come together and, and certainly for a lot of the manufacturers who saw their orders cut because retailers were shut and orders were cancelled. It was their true lifeline to keep them open and to help them survive in 2020. So well done and congratulations to everyone that stepped forward to help make the PPE. And I hope that going forward, it will become more of the government's strategy to source more products locally. It has certainly been on a lot of other people's agenda to find local manufacturers um, of late. It's something we've seen a big increase in at Make It British is people contacting us, either looking to switch their production back to make it locally or trying to find suppliers of their raw materials that are local too because of supply chain disruptions that have happened because of the pandemic. And even consumers now are talking a lot more about locally made. I think part of the reason for that, and you know, one of the positives that has come out of the whole COVID situation and lockdown is that more people went out to their local shops and looked for locally made products. And a lot of the smaller businesses which make in the UK also had a good online presence because they weren't selling so much in the big stores. And for them, they've seen a lot more interest in their their locally made products. In fact, for some of our Make It British members, for many of them who manufacture locally and sell products solely online, 2020 has been their best year yet. So if there is one positive thing that has come out of everything, it is that locally made is becoming top of consumers agenda and that they're more actively seeking out products that are locally made. And I hope that long may this continue. 
The other thing that I've noticed a marked increase in, and the reason why we're getting a lot more people contacting us looking for local manufacturers, is because sadly a lot of people this year have either been made redundant or they've had time on furlough where they've had a chance to rethink what it is that they want to do with their lives, with their careers, with their businesses. And a lot of people seem to be starting up brands that are making in the UK and they want to make that that part of the DNA or the USP of their brand that they manufacture locally. And we do see a lot of these types of companies, it might be you if you're listening to this podcast as well, that you're thinking of making in the UK and you're picking up tips from the podcast. So thank you very much for listening. And actually, if you are one of those people as well, who's just starting out making in the UK, we have got a special course that I'm going to do for you right at the beginning of January. If you're making in the UK and you just don't know where to start and you think you want to reach out for a manufa- to a manufacturer, then hold fire because there are certain things you do need to get in place before you start reaching out to manufacturers and we can definitely help you with that. So I'm going to be doing something specially for you in January 2021. The link for it, if you want to be added to the waitlist so I can tell you all about it, is going to be makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash start a UK brand. I'll put the link in the show notes because now is definitely the time to launch a UK-made brand or start a UK-made brand that's made here in the UK in 2021. And the other thing for me that's been really important this year that I found in my business and with Make It British, which I've been running for nearly 10 years now, and 2021 will be a big celebration for us, but never before have I felt that there's such a strong community not only amongst the members that we have, but just the UK manufacturing industry in general. And we've personally been having weekly calls every week with our members, like I said before, and it's been great to chat to them, understand what they're struggling with, what's working for them. And I was doing that before, but never as much as I am doing now on a weekly basis. And I am saying this to you as well, because Think of your customers and the people that you work with, the manufacturers that you work with, or if you're a manufacturer yourself, the brands that you make for, about how you communicate with them and how you listen to them and how you make them part of your community. Because working with a manufacturer and that partnership between manufacturer and brand is really important and working together and supporting each other. And it's certainly something that we've noticed that Make It British and I urge you as well to do the same. If you've not done already, reach out to your customers and jump on a video call with some of them because it's just been a real eye opener for us. And that is one of the things that wouldn't have happened. There's a lot of our members at Make It British that we don't see that regularly apart from when they come to our trade show. And with the trade show being cancelled this year in the real in-person trade show, I thought we would lose contact with a lot of people. But if anything, we've made more contact with them and become closer to them. And it has really changed the way we think about Make It British and who we're helping and who we're serving. And if I say, you know, from my own perspective, Make It British has grown totally organically from a blog where I just wrote about brands that made in the UK. And at some points, I probably tried to be all things to all people. And I broke my golden rule 
that I always say to everyone else, which is don't try and serve everyone and be everything to everyone. And that is what we did at some points, because there's a huge array of things made in the UK from cars and planes and, you know, engineering type products, business to business products, business to consumer products. And I've really now in the last year focused much more with Make It British for those smaller brands and smaller companies. I love helping the small businesses that make in the UK that are part of our community. And we're certainly going to be focusing a lot more on that going forward. So on that note, I'm going to end there on my summary of my year in 2020. But next week, I am going to be doing my look forward into 2021 and beyond and what I think is in store for UK made brands and UK manufacturers. So until then, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Christmas and festive season if you are listening to this before the 25th of December. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the make it british podcast i make an episode every tuesday plus there's bonus episodes occasionally so make sure you subscribe in your favorite podcast app and if you're looking to find british made brands or uk manufacturers check out the directory on the make it british website at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory thank you for listening bye bye